Hey, chiropractors, we're ready for another modern chiropractic marketing show with Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing strategies, content marketing, direct response marketing, and business development with some of the leading experts in the industry. All right, welcome to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. This is your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, and today I have a, a guest that I always enjoy speaking to. We've been chatting more regularly on different topics, and this is uh, Dr. Jay Greenstein. And uh, not only does he have multiple practices that he runs, he's got all kinds of other things he's doing for the profession and for chiropractors. So it's always exciting to get updates uh, on what he's doing. And today we talk a lot about that, really. He's kind of spearheading a lot of technologies and data, um, but exciting technologies. And, you know, some would call them emerging technologies within healthcare. And he's got a Facebook group and he's got an, an app. We're, we're going to dive into all of that stuff today and really um, get excited for where we're at right now from a technological standpoint and how it relates to healthcare or chiropractic. And uh, we talk a little bit about what. Uh, we're seeing in the profession right now uh, with this whole COVID-19. It's actually uh, been better for chiropractors than maybe I think we expected back in April. Um, not for everybody, so I, I understand that. But there's a lot of things we can be doing, and we dive into that. So we have a nice uh, conversation about that. This is not the first time he's been on, and it will not be the last. And we're also part of this uh, support collaborative. Jay is a big component of that. There's six of us where we're really trying to uh, help chiropractors out, the young, the old, in the in between, have solutions, have really good uh, career opportunities that pay well, have good exit strategies for uh, you know retiring doctors or doctors that are looking to uh, kind of diversify themselves, and we talk a little bit about that in this episode as well. So um, I'm going to have a really um, good update for people soon as far as this support collaborative. I'm not ready to mention it yet, but we're going to really try to help chiropractors out. And we we just dive into a little bit on this episode. There'll be more about it. You'll hear more about it. And uh, we'll keep you abreast of the situation. Uh, before we dive into the episode, I do want to make the last reminder, because in two days, uh, the MPI virtual summit is happening. It's July 10th and 11th. And that you can go to bit.ly. Uh, dot sorry bit.ly slash mpi virtual summit this is a clinical summit it's all clinical um hands-on there's there's one didactic one uh, with dr david seaman on nutrition uh, but it's all hands-on assessments and functional uh, evaluations and treatments of conditions and body parts. You're going to learn from some of the best instructors on the planet and because MPI has gathered all of their instructors and some of their ancillary instructors to put this together. And I've been uh, privy enough as the host and the one organizing this virtual summit to be able to get all the videos ahead of time and, and watch them. And it's just amazing what they've put together. Uh, you know, they haven't been able to do their live workshops this summer for obvious reasons. And so they put it together in video format. There are some upgrade options. Uh, the amount of people that have upgraded already, usually people will upgrade during 
the two day summit or the one day summit or the three day summit, we've had so many people upgrade beforehand because the value is just there. And if you go to the landing page and check that out, you will see how to register for free. You'll see what the upgrade options are, uh, the dates, the times, uh, the presenters, it's three per block of time. So like on the Friday morning, there's three presenters. You can watch all three of them during that block only, but at any time, there's no set time. And so you can like from 6 a.m. Eastern to 2 p.m. Eastern, you can watch them, those three, and then so on and so forth. There's three afternoon sessions, there's three the next morning, and there's three the next afternoon. So you could check that out, register at bit.ly slash MPI virtual summit, register, and uh, we'll see you there virtually. All right, so now my episode with Dr. Jay Greenstein. All right. Welcome to the show, Jay. I appreciate you uh, coming on board. I did a nice introduction of everything you got going on before we hopped on this call together. And I, I just uh, always, uh, in our pre-discussion, I talked about how I feel like I'm usually a couple of steps ahead of folks in the chiropractic on technology. And then, and then there's you who's like five steps ahead of me. And so I wanted to have you on the show again to discuss everything technology. I think it's a great time to have this uh, conversation. I know you were on my ep- my show over a year ago, and we had a great conversation. But welcome to the show. I'm excited to get jumping into this material. Thanks, brother. I appreciate you bringing me back. Yeah, probably have you back more times because I, 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 you know, it's it's funny. It's kind of like reading books sometimes, where it's you feel this urge to read a new book all the time, and you sometimes fail to reread a book later on, uh, and you have a different perspective on it or catch something different. And I'm, I'm realizing that's the same thing with podcasting is people are afraid to have people on multiple times. And I was like, realizing is like, no, it's like, if you've got some folks that know some stuff, it's, it's good to have them on multiple times. So welcome back. Thanks, man. And you do an amazing job with your podcast. I'm an avid listener. So thanks for all the value that you create, my friend, because it's amazing. I appreciate it. It's, you know, it's been over three years now and we're, we're not stopping. We're every Thursday, every week. I think I've, I missed one because it just was a bad timing of that particular week. It just wasn't warranted to, to have a podcast. So uh, trying to keep up with that consistency. So I wanted to dive into to technology. You know, we, you and I are part of a, a little bit of a collaborative, we're calling the support collaborative to uh, help the, the chiropractor and the practice out in these trying times and moving into the future. And, you know, it's, I wanted to ask you a question out of the gates was uh, something I'm seeing. It seems like chiropractors are doing pretty good right now. Uh, a lot better than I kind of expected. I know that's not across the board, but uh, I think there's still challenging times ahead. What, what are you seeing right now? No, I agree with you. I, I, I am pleasantly surprised. I'm seeing and hearing chiropractic offices getting busier and busier. Um, as you know, we have our own group of practices and, and we're seeing growth, which is, which is great. But for the most part, it does feel like people are coming back, which you know, tells me what I kind of assume that we're, we're, we are essential. People need our care. They need our services. And while telehealth is a, a great technology addition to our practices, um, the ability for a patient to come in and have that one-on-one contact to, to get the adjustments, the soft tissue work, the rehab in the office, it makes a huge difference for them. Yeah. And you know, I'm also thinking maybe they don't want to go where sick people are right now, right? If they've got back pain or headaches or some kind of musculoskeletal thing, they may not want to go to their primary care because there could be some 
sick people there. They don't want to go to the urgent sure. care, the hospital, obviously. And maybe they're giving chiropractic a chance because they know like there's a pretty good, uh, you know, uh, we don't really treat a lot of sick people per se. Yeah. And, and what's really interesting is we've done a lot of work and a lot of research on just ex- like human, human behavior expectations. Like what are we expecting from human, human behavior coming out of this pandemic? And what was interesting is that people were actually much more likely to go to their doctor than they would, let's say, going back to the gym or a personal training session. So um, I think that bodes well for us uh, over time, for sure. That's great. You know, and I, I'm excited about that. You know, it's kind of funny because when we put together the support collaborative, in my mind, I really thought there's going to be, and again, there's going to be stories of chiropractors that are struggling. So I don't want to discount that for sure. But I think we, our outlook is better than we thought six weeks ago, eight weeks ago. So that's good. But I, I think we face this other challenge and that is keeping up with the technological changes of our world and everything that's going on at, at just warp speed. And I know that, um, I think that could be something we help with also. And, and you're on the, on the, definitely on the frontier of that. Uh, what are your thoughts on that as like the chiropractor and the practice changing with technology as this just rapid growth happens? All right. And here's the message from our good friend, John Morrison. You know, restarting your practice is not going to be easy, but it's not easy for anyone. This summer, while the rest of the world is either too depressed or too drunk to do anything about their marketing, this is your chance to get ahead. Our friends at Get Clear Sites are giving you an opportunity to get everything you need to have an amazing website in just 30 days. John and his team have put together the Get Clear Summer Challenge. If you think you can hustle like that, you'll get a website for free. For $490, you get the StoryBrand training, their StoryBrand template, and everything you need to master the Get Clear website platform. If you are able to set up your site and go live within 30 days, they'll happily give you back your money as a reward for a job well done. Some of you need this kind of challenge to get your head back in the game. Give your practice the online presence it deserves. Take the Get Clear Summer Challenge, and you can learn more at getclear.ca summer. That is getclear.ca slash summer and take up John and get clear sites with their amazing opportunity. Called Exponential Organizations. And it was a life-changing book. And, and, you know, we're of the same ilk in terms of just like always trying to learn and read great business books and strategy books and all that kind of stuff. But this book changed my life. And, and one thing that we know about organizations or even professions that grow exponentially is that they're information enabled. And the, and the first and I think the most foundational piece of what we do as a profession, both individually and collectively, is we must have access to our data. You know, we have to really understand our practice metrics, our patient outcome metrics, um, any other psychographic or demographic data that we can utilize in order to move our practices forward. So for me, data, big data especially, is foundational in us really um, accepting technology, implementing technology into our practices. So if you're using, and and I've talked to some of my consulting clients, you know, they start off with a practice management system over here and electronic medical record system over here. And those two things don't talk to one another. I'm like, that can't happen. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to have, you can't have siloed information anymore. So I think, you know, big data for me is really the the foundational element of what we do moving forward as, as it creates 
more growth, more opportunities for us in chiropractic. Because you have to, you have to show that. You know, like I had an interesting meeting this week. It was a, a Zoom presentation. Obviously, everything's Zoom these days. Um, but yeah. I, I developed a, uh, my web developer developed it. But it was our idea was a self ergonomics assessment. And we've got this whole. Uh, initiative around cool. yeah around ergonomics I'll, I'll send it over to you uh, but it came out really uh-huh. well and it's based on OSHA guidelines and it's it's an algorithm and and the whole nine yards and uh, I, I presented to 12 people from this large corporation that does wellness and ergonomics and risk management for other companies right and so they're looking for an ergonomic solution that's that's scalable and the biggest thing that they asked me was about the data, right? Like, what does this provide us from a data standpoint? Uh, and and, and it, it was, you know, we we're able to answer it somewhat. It's a new technology, so I couldn't provide any like historical data of like results that companies are getting. Uh, and I was honest with her about that. But that it just sure. shows you like, people, when they're dealing with healthcare, it's really going to come down to the data. A hundred percent. And I, I love that you built that. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Um, and anything I can do to help, obviously, I'd love to help you get the word out. But I, I would also end, I would also encourage not just the, the data and analytics around, let's say, cost savings or less missed days at work, but some level of patient or employee satisfaction data as well, like collecting, you know, how do they feel about the tool? How has it helped improve their lives, the quality of their work, et cetera, reduce their pain? Um, there's a, there's a promise score, which is also a really good kind of overall health survey. So, um, that's super exciting. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. I'll send it over to you. It's, it's definitely up your alley, but, um, so in a, in a private practice setting or group practice or or whatever, what are some of the metrics that you're looking at? I know you mentioned some of them, but, uh, any other metrics for the, the data that we need to be collecting? Well, certainly outcomes data over time, I think, makes a huge difference. It's an opportunity for us as a profession, but it's also an opportunity for the individual chiropractor to market to their community. Mm-hmm. You know, they can say 92% of our patients, you know, reduce their disability by, you know, 89%. You know, data, good, solid data is like the best marketing that you can have. Um, so I think patient outcomes data, even if it's just patient satisfaction, and I should, I'm going to rewind that. I mm-hmm. shouldn't have said that. Patient loyalty data. Uh, and if you're not familiar with the best uh, tool, it's called the Net Promoters. I know you're probably familiar with it, Kevin, but any of the listeners who might not be familiar with it, it's called the Net Promoter Score. It's one question. How likely are you to refer a friend or family member to our practice? Um, the people who give you nine and tens are promoters. The people who give you six through zeros are detractors. Your net promoter score is the percentage of promoters minus the percentage of detractors. That's an easy way to get patient feedback. And um, it's a simple question that people can answer. You can send it out through SurveyMonkey or if you use any of the tech services like ReviewWave or Zingit or whatever, you can just send it out to your patients and have them quickly answer. And that is also amazing data that you can put on your website using your marketing, but it also gives you an indication of how you're performing as a practice. It's very patient-centered because it's the patient's experience in your practice. So, uh, So outcomes, patient loyalty scores, really important. And, you know, I could sit here and talk for hours about the business metrics, right? The difference between leading metrics and lagging metrics. I think one of the most important um, measures of success in a practice is actually patient adherence. A lot of providers don't track it. They don't understand the business use case for it. But we've run the numbers in our own practice. And we know that if a patient comes just one more time between visit 1 and 12, it would add close to a half a million dollars to our bottom line. Um, and so, and, and we, we have an assessment that we use for our, our app customers where we walk them through the process of 
you know, what does their current new patient look like in terms of like the, uh, the number of new patients and what does their adherence data look like? Like what is their patient visit average, which is kind of a rough met metric of adherence, but is what a lot of people track. And then we, we go through some calculations that we built with that provider. And it's remarkable because like their eyes light up once they realize that one more visit with the same number of new patients in a given month brings in substantially more revenue than the same amount of adherence, the same PVA essentially, and one more new patient. Everybody's running around focusing on new patients. I'm like, guys, gals, it's all about adherence. It costs six times more money to bring in a new customer than it is to keep an existing customer. So let's focus on adherence. First of all, there's a business use case, but second of all, it's better for the patient to complete their care plan. And we learned this the hard way through our own practice and mining our own data. You know, we know the number one reason why people self-discharge is because they feel better. So how do we create technology in order to engage them in ways where they'll stick to their care plan? How do we gamify their experience so they complete their care, they get a better long-term outcome, and everybody's happy? Um, I, I, my biggest fear, honestly, is a patient who self-discharges because they feel better. Three months later, their pain comes back. And then they turn around to their friends or family and say, you know what, Dr. J sucked. He, he, was, he was awful. Like, it felt better for a while, but, you know, it didn't really work. And then it's chiropractic doesn't work. I don't believe in chiropractic. Yeah. So for me, it's about protecting my, our own personal brand of the practices, but it's also about protecting the brand of chiropractic. And to that, as you can tell, I'm, I'm just a little bit passionate. I was going to say, you know, like I wish people could see the video <laughs> right now. <laughs> you, know, uh, I, I, you know me, man. I get uh, fired up. I love it. I'm going to touch on a few things. And one of the things you just said at their end is they blame chiropractic. And it's we're in a unique profession where if someone were to go to their dentist and have a bad dentist, they would blame the dentist, not the profession. 100%. For some reason in our profession, it's like they blame the whole profession for a bad chiropractor or a bad outcome or just – it could be a great chiropractor. It could have been a, a fair enough outcome, but it was the expectations weren't set and there wasn't accountability. Sure. And so uh, sure. I, I love that. You so Kevin, I'm going to reverse the role here and ask yeah. you the question. Why do you think that is? As far as the, the profession versus the, Oh, I think a lot of it's been propaganda over the years for sure. And then I do think we've hit a threshold, just like in anything, if you hit a certain threshold of bad apples, um, it seeps into the, it's, you know, what's bad for the hive is bad for the bee type of thing. And I just yeah. think that's been part of it for sure. Our messaging is off in a lot of ways, right? Mm -hmm. No, no yeah. data, no data. <laughs> it's, 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 it's so interesting though. Like we, I think we're blessed to be chiropractors at this time because the amount of scientific evidence around what we do is there. And now to your point, exactly as we aggregate this large, these large data sets, we'll, there'll be for the good chiropractors, right. there'll be no doubt, like this is the solution for your musculoskeletal conditions. But I, I do agree with you. I think the, you know, what happened with the AMA committee on quackery has, has lasted well beyond the Wilk trial. Mm -hmm. And it's up to us as a profession to fix the perception both internally and externally. So I, I agree 100%. Let's take a break from today's episode and announce our first sponsor. This is going to be Propel Marketing and Design. I've known Darcy Sullivan for years. We've worked hand in hand on my websites. I don't trust anybody else uh, to do this search engine optimization. She does a great job. There's there's so much to it. A lot of, a lot of the lingo and the words are beyond my uh, comprehension, but it's just amazing work that she does. And if you're really going to get results with Google, you have to make sure your website is SEO optimized. And I really don't want you doing it yourself. 
myself as a chiropractor. So I, you, you just have to have this type of stuff done. And if you're looking to get more organic online traffic that pulls in new patients, Propel Marketing and Design is currently offering chiropractors who listen to this podcast a free SEO website review. The free review will help you uncover methods that will improve your website and boost your search engine visibility. Head over to propelyourcompany.com slash chiropractor and schedule your free SEO website review. You won't regret it. She gets great results. Your website needs this. Your search results need this. Head on over there to propelyourcompany.com slash chiropractor to get your free SEO website review. Yeah, I think it's definitely a big part of it. But I, you know, I, I, what you're spearheading with the, the data is something that uh, hopefully if you can provide the facts, it becomes, uh, you know, you can't argue it anymore, right? Um, but it'll take time. Sure. Just like anything, it'll take time. Uh, yeah, but no it's, doubt. It's getting there. It's getting there. Um, another thing it I wanted is. to unpack with what you, you mentioned, because you had a lot of good things, was I'm so tired of chiropractors only focusing on new patients. Like I just, it's frustrating because I, but I know it's important. Like I get it, right. We got to have new patients. But when I talk about marketing, it's the, there's three phases of it. It's the new patient marketing. Got to have that. Then it's the patient light, you know, patient experience or the adherence like you talked about. And there's so many touch points there that you can improve from a operation standpoint and also marketing. And then it's also inactive patient marketing, right? So if mm-hmm. I, I get some chiropractors, if they just start focusing on, targeting people that have already been in their practice through email and Facebook targeting and, and just different, you know, direct mail newsletters, whatever it may be, the amount of office visits that go up, the amount of new patient referrals that go up, the adherence to their care goes up and then they're all their metrics improve. So you hit it on the head there. And I'm glad you did that. And, and I think, you know, one of the key elements is sometimes um, I think chiropractors are excellent at building relationships Mm-hmm. Um, I think because we put our hands on patients and because patients get great outcomes and have good experiences or great experiences, we're good at building relationships. But to your point, the ability for us to foster those relationships and, and find creative, even techno- technologically savvy ways mm-hmm. to manage the customer journey, the patient journey, to manage those touch points in ways that other providers or other even service industries don't. And then continuing that once the patient has been discharged can make a huge difference in the success of the practice, but honestly, also make a huge difference as it relates to population health. Yeah. Patients stick in chiropractic, they go for wellness, great. They, um, they're gonna end up being healthier patients, and that's not an opinion. I mean, we know from the evidence, certainly as it relates to back pain, that maintenance care works. It really helps. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we can really uh, fill that need for sure. And, you know, I, I wrote down a few questions I wanted to make sure to ask you. And, um, you know, one of them is, is this whole thing with patient adherence and um, how, how you do it in your practice, right? There's a lot of different things that go along with that, but uh, you have an app, and so is that part of what you're able to do to help with that? Explain some of that for me. Sure. So when, so we actually rebranded our company. We were called Sport and Spine Rehab. Mm-hmm. From a marketing perspective, you know that there's a lot of spine and sport and rehab practices out there. Yeah. And I was like, I'm done with this. Yeah. So we rebranded our, our, our practice's name and we, it's called Kaizo now. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kaizo is the Japanese word for rebuild, reconstruct. And that's really what we do with people's bodies and their lives. So it like fit perfectly. Um, and during the rebrand, it wasn't just about changing the name, but it was like, really, our tagline is rethink, rebuild, restart. And, and like, it was literally about rethinking the company. Like, what can we do better? And the area of opportunity we saw, quite frankly, was in self-discharges. 
we track that data every single week. We track the reasons why our patients discharge. And then we looked at the available scientific literature. You, people might not know, but like there are 38 randomized controlled clinical trials out there on the use of mobile apps to improve engagement um, and adherence. And so we looked at that. We looked at other companies like CVS Aetna and, and Click Software and these other companies that, that find creative ways to engage with, with their customers and patients. And we said, you know what, let's build an app. And we did. And, and we, the key, the key, the secret sauce in the app, there's a couple of secret sauces, but, but, but the, main, um, the main hypothesis was if we create gamification through a rewards program, an OIG compliant rewards program, could we actually improve adherence? And after 90 days, we had 510 patients who downloaded the app, and we compared that to 453 patients that did not download the app, and we improved our adherence by 36%. And at that point, like, the light bulb went on, and wow. we were like, hmm, that's cool. Um, and, and we started mining the data because we have a back-end dashboard, and the number one screen that was being used was the reward screen. So there's, there's we can't say causation because you, you know I'm involved in the research world, and I would never say causation in a situation like that. Yeah. But there is correlation. And so we're like, that's fascinating. So the hypothesis at least played out in our minds and it played out in reality. So then I was like, wow, could other chiropractors use this product? And so I called a very good friend of mine, Dr. Bibu Mister, and I told him the story. And I was like, do you want to try it? And he's like, F yeah, I want to try it. So mm-hmm. we, built, we built him an app and he loved it and we got great feedback. And now um, our customer base just continues to grow. So it's been an incredible journey and I've learned so much, but it's been so exciting, not just building the app and the tech side of the piece, but to work with chiropractic practices. You've got a great you know, consulting company. You know how it is. You help a chiropractor. It's just like helping a patient. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then the impact is, is even greater at scale because now they're able to help more people. So the feedback that we've gotten and, and the ability for us to help others has been just, it's been a remarkable experience. That's great. And now is this something that um, is, you guys designed it, I know, for your practice. Is this something that you could white label for other practices? That's exactly what we do. Yeah. So we've already got, you know, like I said, a growing set of customers and it is a fully customizable app for their practice. There are some key features that we recommend all of our customers have, certainly the rewards screen, the rewards tile. Um, we've built in like an automated refer a friend tile where with literally three clicks of a thumb, someone can refer a friend or family member to the practice and it can go through email. It goes through text. It can go through social media. Um, like the days of handing out a business card, like it's God. over, like I'm, we're not doing that anymore. Um, and then we've also built in like an assessment uh, for people who, so about 10 to 12% of the population that's downloading, downloading our practices app are not patients of ours. So people are finding out about it. They're downloading the app and they're taking the assessment we built in a clinical algorithm on the back end that gives them free videos to use. So we're creating value, right? Some stickiness mm-hmm. for that individual. If the exercise helped, great. We've done a great job. We've lived out our mission of inspiring and empowering a healthier, happier world. If, if maybe it helps a little bit, but they need a little bit more help, who are they going to call? Not Ghostbusters. They're going to call us, right? <laughs> awesome. They're going to call us. And, and we're, we're getting, we, we've had some really great weeks before COVID where we had anywhere between seven and eight new patients in a two-week span. But we're averaging about uh, four new patients a month, which, you know, for me is, it's just gravy. Like we didn't expect to get new patients really at all. So um, our our customers are using it as lead gen as well, which is really cool. So I wanted to, you know, I want to tie a couple of things here. I was jotting down some notes here. So 
One of the biggest complaints that I had from chiropractors during the COVID stuff was that a lot of them jumped into creating content. And so all of a sudden you saw them posting videos on Instagram and Facebook and all that. And they were frustrated and reaching out to me that they weren't getting the results that they they wanted. And the problem was, was they didn't have an audience. Okay. And mm-hmm. they, they didn't, they, cause they weren't doing it before. They just jumped into the fray because they panicked and it was like, Oh God, I can't go out and network anymore because no one's meeting right. me in person. There's no more events. There's no, none of that. And so that was an issue. And a lot of the chiropractors that had an audience, myself included, like in my private practice, we've done so much over seven years to, to have an audience. We were able to shut down, for a month, distribute content that was useful and had the right messaging. We didn't want to be off-putting. So we, for a month, we just dripped out different content. And then when we did reopen, we were fine back to where we needed to be. So that was something I noticed. And uh, what you're talking about and what your app would do or, you know, other aspects of getting an audience built is, is going to be huge for things like this. Cause this could happen again, right? Like it yeah, could, yeah. Or, or it could be something if you're a lone wolf and you hurt yourself and you're out for a month and you close your practice, it could happen to you or to the next level, you use the word scale, which I love. And you can scale your marketing to where you don't have to drag patients in the door all the time. Right. And you have this like sustained influx of patients and retention or adherence and obviously reactivations. Um, do you feel like that I sum that up correctly? Like this could be, uh, amongst other things, something that can really help a chiropractor achieve that. In, in terms of the app? Yeah, the exactly. app. Yeah. Like with, you talked about with, you know, having that data of, of, and having them in your world, like you're, you're bringing these patients into this app, which is your owned property, you know, like in content marketing, they talk about rented land, which is like Facebook versus your right. owned, your owned property, which would be a website or an app. This seems like this would be a great way of almost foolproofing yourself uh, in, in what I just talked about as far as whether it's a COVID shutdown or you hurt yourself or you just want to have a influx of patient retention without you having to go and network five days a week because you different variations in life, right? Yeah, totally. And, and what we're, what we're looking to do, obviously, when we, when we built the app was to improve adherence, but also create this community, connect mm-hmm. with our patients at a level that meets them where they are, which is always on their yep. phone. And so our ability to communicate with them and most importantly, create convenience for them in the ways they communicate with us, they can schedule an appointment or they can pay their bill through the app, all that um, just creates a deeper connection. So yes, it is definitely part of our strategy, but I use the word part. uh, That's that's an important word because we don't just rely on this one channel. That's a really critical channel for us, but it's not the only channel. And so our ability, as you mentioned earlier, you know, email newsletters, um, social channels, which our app connects to actually, but social channels is really, really important. And then of course, you know, you can't really replace the human connection either. Like when our patients were starting to cancel because of COVID, my doctors were just picking up the phone and being like, Hey, how are you? So, you know, we don't want to, you don't want to forget about that personal touch, that personal piece as well. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of like the hub and spoke model where you're going to have the hubs and it's your website or an app or something that you own. And yep. then you got all the other things out there as well. And cause you know, obviously, you know, if you have 10,000 patients in your database, not all of them are going to use an app. Uh, 
but right. there's other methods to get to them. But, oh, that's great. And plus, I'm sure you're also tracking data that it's probably helping with patient outcomes. We are not tracking outcomes yet. That is okay. in the development pipeline. All right, yeah. all right. This was, this, this was version one. We'll get there maybe next year. Let the, give you that data. Let the yeah, cat out of the bag, Jesus. <laughs> that's all good. But, but it's a great point, Kevin, because we, so we, what we want to be able to do is, is statistically measure, and we have a research foundation. It's a 501c3, and we've got our own institutional review board. So mm-hmm. we run clinical trials in our practices, and we want to be able to tie adherence to not only the reward screen, but also outcomes and that promoter score loyalty. So we're trying to capture that triple, you know, that triple aim, improve health, improve population health, you know, better outcomes. Um, improved a patient experience and even lower costs over time. So that's the ultimate goal. For right now, I know we can definitely uh, make a, an assumption that if they adhere more, they're going to have better outcomes. <laughs> yeah, I was. There's some good literature on that, but I, I can't say for I sure with the app right now. Just in, in the fairest sense. Hundred percent, I understand. So, but I, I, yeah. I'm excited about that because it's something that uh, really plays multiple uh, parts in that doctor patient relationship and then their their overall satisfaction like you said that that net promoter score is such a a great thing to do uh and and i i heard you talk about it and we'll get to it in a second i took your your course in a nice weekend that was a good good weekend of learning uh but you talked a lot about that and it was like an eye-opener for me with that because it's because it's it's simple and effective right like it doesn't have to be this keen poor question and craziness it's just uh getting an idea and you know that could be the hole in your practice like I'll talk to some chiropractors and they can't figure out why they can't get to that next step with it and everything else seems right right it seems like it's everything's functioning but maybe it's a net promoter score that's not there yeah I mean it's a great tool that we use and I would encourage um, I would I would encourage doctors after they have a certain amount of data maybe it's 50 Mm -hmm. or 100 patients to um, to find some people where they can do some human-centered design work. And all you guys have to do out there is Google human-centered design, like a human-centered design workshop. Um, it's a great way to sit down with patients and learn more. So the, the net promoter score is this high-level 50,000-foot view of, like, how loyal are your patients? But if you really want to get to the, uh, um, I don't want to geek out, but, like, why is the function of X, right? Like, what are the key variables that's driving that result? You've got you've to actually dig deeper and talk to your patients and ask them the right questions um, that will deliver really valuable information. So, you know, the first place to start is obviously the MPS, but if you really want to take that practice to the next level, it's all about doing a human-centered design workshop with patients so you can learn more. Uh, that's great. Awesome. And uh, we'll put that stuff in the show notes for sure. Uh, cool. you, you started a uh, closed Facebook group not that long ago. Tell us the, the name of it, the the why of it. And, and it's, I mean, I'm part of it and I love it. It's, I geek out on that stuff too, but let the audience know. I think for me, the main thing was just to try and get information out to the profession. So it's called health tech tribe. And it's really all about sharing emerging technology that can have impact that not can, that will be having impact on our lives, our personal lives, our professional lives. And so, you know, I'm, I'm not nearly as good as you are, Kevin. You are the master. You and Bobby are like the masters of Facebook groups. You guys do an amazing job. Um, talk about being five steps behind. I'm like 500 steps behind you guys. But um, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's great. I enjoy it. And I just want to get information out to the profession. And, and it's not just chiropractors. We've got PTs and MDs and DOs. We've got a lot, a lot of different folks um, from the healthcare community that are just sharing knowledge. 
And um, it's been it's been really fun. And you know, for anybody out there who's interested in the intersection of healthcare and technology, you know, feel free to to request to join, and I'm I'm happy to bring you in. That's Health Tech Tribe, right? Health Tech Tribe, correct. Perfect. And so we'll kind of wrap it up into the last little segment here. One of the things that I've always appreciated about you is that there's this misconception in general that you can't be a good doctor or have a high clinical um, expectation for your practice and be good at business. Um, I think that sometimes happens. I think it's starting to be uh, dispelled a little bit, but there's that myth out there sometimes. And uh, you're someone that I've always looked up to, to where this is someone that's got high level of expectations for your practices and your clinics to provide the highest level of care, but at the same time, uh, run it like a business. And um, I was able to be fortunate enough to be someone that's checked out recently the new um, online course slash uh, academy that you have. And I, I, I consumed it in a weekend. It was great. You know, I, got, I just rolled right through it and it was good. The baby was sleeping, which was nice. <laughs> I got it done. <laughs> uh, but uh, tell us a little bit about it because it's, it's just really going to help chiropractors with, with the business side of things. Yeah. So, you know, 27 years of practicing, um, many, many, many failures along the way, obstacles, challenges, things that I you know, now, now looking back, wish I wouldn't have done, um, you know, quick story. Like I, I almost went bankrupt early in my career. We were growing, seeing lots of patients, but not literally making any money because my billing process was completely jacked up. Mm -hmm. So after like having to fire, um, and ultimately sue to get out of my contract, a very unethical practice management guy who I was with for like less than 30 days, because he was teaching me stuff that I did not want to do. Um, I realized like I just needed to change what I was doing. And so I, I enrolled in University of Pennsylvania Wharton's program. They have a small, they had a small business development program. And I entered that and I started to learn like how to run a business. It changed my life forever. And during driving back and forth to Philly three times a week, I would listen to books on tape. And the first book that I listened to was Jack Straight from the Gut, which is Jack Welch's autobiography. For those of you who don't know, he ran GE, created, he made it the, literally the largest company in the world. So through that and just like years of continuous experimenting and learning and iterating and also getting lots of feedback, I would do 360s and have my team review me and tell me where my blind spots were and how I could be better. Um, and, and just getting trained by folks like Gino Wickman, who wrote the book Traction. Um, I was like, you know what? I really want to create a course that will help chiropractors not make the same mistakes that I'm making. Because it's, it, the formula really is simple. It's not easy, right? But if you carry it out, it's not complex. So if you have the discipline to, to really work on the business and not just be in the business, if you apply, especially for you, for you folks out there that are world-class clinicians and, and you're focusing your attention on that, just apply that same learning um, veracity to learning about business and you will be equally as successful on the business side as you are on the clinical side. So it really is just about you know, learning what great business leaders and business experts say about like how to run your business. And so I just tried to create something that was specific to chiropractors that would help them along that journey. And um, my first time, um, and you know, I know they'll, they'll, they'll be, there'll be some really good feedback about how I can make it better. I'm looking forward to hearing your feedback, Kevin, because I, I so, so respect your opinion, but um, I really hope that it helps chiros out there. That's, that's the intent. And I made it like as affordable as I could make it. It's really, really inexpensive. Yeah, definitely it is. And, and it's, uh, it's actionable too, which uh, is, it's not theory. <laughs> yeah. 
the, the, I created a workbook for that reason. Like, yeah. again, I want people to not just watch videos, but to think about their business and then act on their business in ways that creates positive action. Perfect. And, and how can they find that? So it, all they have to do is go to um, it's courses.kaizenovate.com and we can, we can send the link out, but um, yeah, they just click on that link and, and I'll make sure I give you a code for your tribe specifically. Okay. And Perfect. you can use a code, get a huge discount. I'll, I'll discount uh, the course at like 75% for everybody who listens to this podcast and make it affordable and easy. And I think at the beginning, there's like five free days. So if you don't like it, you know, you don't have to stick with it, but mm-hmm. hopefully it drives value and helps you um, improve not only your practice, but life. Perfect. I'll get that in the show notes as well. So great information. So, you know, you've, you've applied a lot of good stuff to the, to the profession, which is nice. You know, uh, my path sounds similar just, uh, I'm 15 years into this, but I, once I opened my practice, cause I was all, I was head in on clinician, you know, like I was working for someone and in a partnership, it was all clinical. And then when I opened my own practice, I realized how much I didn't know. Uh, for me it was in 2013 strategic coach when I joined them. And I've been a member for, Phenomenal. for seven years now. And that was really what got me to understand uh, not just business like, you know, how to do your cash flow and stuff like that. That's obviously important. But it's just the mindset too, right? And making leadership type decisions and, and things that we don't, we just don't get that in school, in chiropractic school, right? Totally. So. Totally. Yeah, that's great. And strategic coach they're, they're Those folks are amazing. Yeah, they've done a lot for me personally and professionally. So, um, and you know, they're big, they're big uh, promoters of Gino Wickman and, and traction. So in the entrepreneur operating system. So it's uh, yeah, great, great information, stuff. great information. You're the one that's like really been able to, because EOS is, is, is deep, you know, and it's great information and it's meant for large companies and, you know, things like that. You've been able to actually take it and bridge that gap to the chiropractic office, uh, which is something that no one else has done, which is great. So cool. Thank you. Um, I really appreciate your, your time today and, uh, we'll get everything in the show notes. That was a lot of good information. Uh, and, and we'll definitely have you on again. Thanks brother. It's always great to be here. Thanks for all you do. Before you go, this is Kevin again. I want to invite you to our new website, modernchiropracticmarketing.com. It's the same URL as before, but we completely revamped it. Uh, We've got a really well-developed blog on there now where we've got guest contributors and myself putting blogs on there at least a couple times a month and good information. We've got the podcast on there with the links to download it, but also each show now has very well-developed show notes links and the transcript in it so you can get all that information there if there's anything you heard on the episode it's all found right into there so we've got a nice uh, podcast section for it and then also you'll see on the home page we've got some other ways you can uh, get the content from us obviously there's a podcast I really encourage you to subscribe Uh, there's also you can request to join the free Facebook group that is also called the modern chiropractic marketing uh, group and that is free and request to join you do have to be a chiropractor there's a couple questions you'll answer but a lot of good information there so we'd love to have you inside there Uh, next we have the chiropractic success academy which you can enroll in uh, for many parts of the year you have to join a wait list and then we do we open it up the next time it's being open is uh, in october of of 2019 and so if you're hearing this uh, now uh, just 
join the wait list. We'd love to have you inside there. And then lastly, um, there is some one-on-one coaching, which we're calling uh, the MCM Mastery, and that's because I am helping you master the principles of the uh, of what we discuss uh, in all the, you know the the podcast, the Facebook group, and giving you a clear path to implementing this in your practice and ultimately optimizing it and automating it, making your your practice predictable as far as uh, cash flow, and so there'll also a lot be a lot of business. Uh, coaching and accountability. Uh, presently, that is filled. I have a limited amount of people I can help out, and I want to make sure that when I am helping out chiropractors one-on-one, I can give them my full attention. So I had to cap it at a certain number, but feel free to fill out the form request. Uh, do Spots do open up, and so you can ask me, and I'd love to have you if there is a spot there, so check that out. And uh, I hope you find this website, and especially the content aspect of it that we develop, uh, very useful for you. My, my goal always is to uh, provide you with as much free information as possible, and, uh, and we could take it from there. If you need the dots to be connected a little bit more, that's why we have the Chiropractic Success Academy and the, MC, and the MCM Mastery. Talk to you next episode.